Welcome to episode 98 of the Transformer to Inglés Profesional podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Smith. Today, we have an amazing show lined up for you. And by the end of it, you will know how Alistair and I improved our Spanish speaking skills, understand our approach to making mistakes, become aware of the powerful impact of difficult and uncomfortable situations, the importance and skill of improvisation, and why we are all terrible at assessing our own progress. This podcast helps you push your business English communication skills to the next level so that you can grow professionally and achieve your international career goals. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. Enjoy! Hi everyone, today we are going to be doing something a little bit different um, because uh, most of the time we're talking about all sorts of different things, sometimes grammar things, sometimes some phrasal verbs, sometimes expressions. Uh, but today we wanted to focus more on sort of mindset, uh, your strategy um, uh, to improving your speaking. Yes, your speaking. And this is something that most of our listeners want to improve. There's no question. I mean, I speak to a lot of different people and a lot of different profiles. And most of the time, speaking is there as one of those main goals for people. Um, and what we're going to do today, um, and what I'm going to do with Alistair, is we're going to just talk a little bit about our journeys uh, in terms of how we improved our Spanish. Um, but more specifically, also, the sort of mental approach to uh, improving that key skill of uh, speaking, right? So as usual, Alistair is here with me. Hi, Alistair. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. How are you, Daniel? I'm fine. I'm fine. Good. Yes. So yeah, the whole idea of speaking, I think the way I wanted to start off this conversation, I think it's kind of interesting for everyone, is is to kind of talk a little bit about our experiences of uh, learning Spanish. Because generally, the whole journey of doesn't matter which language you're learning right the, the 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 journey is similar you know whether you're learning spanish french italian whatever it is there's some sort of process and i think uh, our listeners will find it interesting to to know about our journey and uh, the lessons that we learned in terms of improving our spanish speaking and how that can be applied to to their you know improvement of their english speaking right so Maybe, Alistair, you could tell us a little bit about, yeah, your your first moments here in Spain and and how you noticed your, you know, your speaking improving. And then we can kind of go forward from there and talk about a little bit more about strategy, about, you know, how how you need to approach this sort of mentally, right? But maybe we can just start there, Alistair. Yeah, I mean, the thing is that our particular cases are probably very different to most of our listeners, because um, we were in a situation coming to a new country where we didn't speak the language or well I spoke a bit but not a lot I had some a slight advantage I think over you for example because I did I had studied a little bit Spanish I had some vocabulary a little bit of knowledge of the grammar um, I'd used it a little bit on holidays to Spain but obviously fairly basic you know tourist functional Spanish, you know, buying a bus ticket, ordering food in a restaurant. So when I yeah. came here, it wasn't from absolute zero. 
Right. Uh, so I did have a basis to work on, but still fairly limited. And not yeah. very good at speaking. I couldn't have a conversation with someone at that point. I could ask for things maybe in a shop or order some food perhaps. But yeah, yeah I suppose the process is in, in my particular case is... Well, it sounds it's a it's a cliche and it's sort of obvious, but you know, practice makes perfect, or maybe yes, not perfect, but at least improves. So you've just got <laughs> yeah. to do it. You've got to speak, which again sounds very simplistic and obvious. You know, to improve your speaking, you have to speak. Well, of course, yeah, you've got to do it as yeah. much as you can in as many situations as you can. Uh, you've got to communicate. That's what it's all about. A language, finally, is communication. You've got to try and communicate your ideas in different situations. Uh, and you haven't always got, especially when you're beginning, the necessary tools or vocabulary, particularly, in all cases, to say what you want to say. But mm. you've got to put yourself, or well, either it happens to you, in my case, it, I had no choice. I'm in another country, living in Madrid, you've got to you've got to eat, you've got to go out, you've got to go shopping, you've got to find a flat to live in. There's things yeah. you have to do yeah. to be able to function in this place and you have to speak you've got to you've got no choice and it's uncomfortable and it's unpleasant and you suffer i think this is a word we're going to come back to a lot yes suffering yes. yeah unfortunately suffering, yeah. The, there is no easy answer there is no magical trick that you can just speak very well you've got to suffer uh, and mm. at the beginning there's a lot of suffering so I was forced by the situation. So my motivation to learn, you've got to be motivated. You've got to have a As reason. Well. Absolutely, yes, yes. Why you need to do it uh, yeah. and then do it. Um, in my case, I had no choice. I was living here. I had to, you know, things you have to do. Um, apart from socially, of course, you want to make friends. So you want to be able to communicate with people because you want to make friends, have relationships. And you need to do things on a day-to-day -day basis, sort out your... Um, residence situation and go to social security and find an apartment and go shopping so all those things i was forced to speak spanish yeah. uh, not very well at the beginning but so you're suffering it's difficult but yeah. by doing it and repeating it and doing it again and again yeah. you you get better and you improve um and it does become easier, believe me, but it's not, it doesn't always feel like it at the beginning, but it will happen. So I suppose the yeah. point is you've got to put yourself out of your comfort zone. Now, of course, in our case, that was very easy. We, we had no choice. You know, we were by yeah. definition out of our comfort zone because we were living in another country with another language. Now, that's not applicable to probably most of the people listening to this. Uh, but yeah, in works, most people will need it for work situations. Now, at work, you can, depends on your job and many things, but it's probably, there are many situations you can avoid um, using English. Try try to pass it on to a colleague or someone else whose English is better. No, you get a phone call, you need to speak in English. Oh, uh, I'll, I'll pass you to my colleague because you're afraid. Um, so you're trying to avoid situations. Try not to, in meetings, you don't say anything, you don't contribute. Mm. So it's yeah. it's always easier because you don't want to suffer to avoid the suffering and to take the easy option. But what you've got to do, and it's hard, is force yourself out of your comfort zone. Deliberately put yourself in situations where you've got to use your English. Uh, even though, yeah, it's not very pleasant and you'll make mistakes. This is a big thing as well that we were talking a lot before we started recording. The Maybe the biggest thing is 
don't worry about making mistakes. Now, it's easy to say that, and we all worry about making... We're worried about looking ridiculous or... That, that's a good in point ...in front there. of other yeah, people. That is a good point, yes. But you can't. Yeah. If you're worried about that and you have to... I'm only going to speak if it's a perfect sentence with no mistake. You're not going to speak. And you have to speak. That's the only thing you can do. You've got to speak as much as you can, like anything, like a sport. If you're going to get good at tennis, you've got to practice and practice and practice every day. It's like a muscle yeah. that you've got to exercise you know, on a regular yes. basis. So yeah. don't worry about mistakes. You'll make, you're always going to, even when you get to high level, you're always going to make some mistakes. You're never going to be perfect. Finally, it's a second language. It's not your mother tongue. And yeah. what's important is to communicate. And if people understand what you're trying to say and they respond and you can have a communication, that's the most important thing. Making a few grammatical errors, using the wrong preposition, whatever it is, it's not that important. I mean, obviously, I, we are teachers, we are coaches, so we're trying to get our clients to speak as well as possible, uh, grammatically correctly as possible because obviously the the better you can speak more correctly that is good because you but it's not the most important thing finally to communicate no. you've got to not be self-conscious and and get embarrassed about speaking in front of people or worried about making mistakes you just got to do it communicate get your ideas across successfully and that's more important and those other things about improving your prepositions on your grammar that will come later um yeah or, or not but most bodies you know getting fluent being confident feeling confident feeling able to communicate your ideas now that happened to me because i lived here in madrid and i had to do it i had no choice so i had to speak to people in various situations formal situations like going to social security or sorting out my residence or all these kind of things extremely difficult but you just have to do it uh, and then obviously trying to make friends and social connections. So I, in my case, I got what's called intercambios, so language exchange. So I contacted Spanish people who wanted to exchange Spanish and English. I did. I had three or four going, I think, at the same time. Maybe every day I was meeting somebody to have a coffee or a beer and communicate in Spanish and English. Mm. So, you know, I just looked for ways that I could speak as much, as often as possible in as many different situations as possible. Some of them forced on me, not by choice, and others that I deliberately, you know, wanted to do, like finding mm. intercambios, going to Irish pubs where they had things called tertulias. So they basically, Spanish people, English people could go along to this pub, they'd, a topic of conversation, and you'd speak an hour in Spanish, an hour in English. So there were things that I actively looked for to try to practice as much as I could. So, you know, practice, practice, practice. And you will get better. Um, it takes yeah. time, a lot of effort, a lot of suffering at the beginning. But yeah. you will get better. And then as you get better and more confident, you'll suffer less. So there will be a reward at the end of this process of a reduction in suffering. <laughs> Let's say. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the key thing we're looking for right the reduction in suffering but it is it is a process a little bit of of suffering in a way isn't it and, and i think the the faster like if you can walk towards that suffering or move towards that suffering as you were saying like yeah. rather than avoid it i think then yeah. you speed up your process right yeah. i think i think that's and 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 as soon as you have an option i think the 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 idea of an option there is very interesting right mm. because as soon as you have an option you you generally as as humans we kind of tend to choose the easier route yeah. um, but if you're in a in a position where 
for example, suddenly you don't have an option, um, and you you're really forced to to engage with the with the actual uh, language, and you know you know that the person that you're communicating with doesn't speak anything other than the language that you you know that is your first foreign language or English or whatever Spanish for us. Um, suddenly the learning process speeds up massively and um, and so it's kind of like a very uh, a counterintuitive sort of process right you kind of want to avoid these situations but actually those situations are the, the ones that help you the most right exactly so I also I'd say this to my clients when they're saying oh it's so difficult for me in in a meeting and I'm dre- you know, I'm really scared. I'm frightened if someone's going to ask me a question because then I'll have to answer it in front of everyone. I'm so worried about that either I don't understand. There's also listening involved. It's a two-way process. It's like, am it I is. going to be able to understand? Absolutely. You're terrified you're not going to understand the question. And mm-hmm. that's a listening skill. Uh, and yeah. then equally terrified that you're not going to be able to answer it or you're going to make mistakes and look ridiculous. Or, um, But, you know, I say to them, yeah, that's true. It's horrible. Believe me, I've been there. I've suffered. Not in a work situation, because it's true. I've never had to use Spanish mm. in work, because obviously I'm an English yeah. teacher. So I haven't suffered in that way. I've suffered in other ways. Um, but I say, yeah, but the point is, if you avoid those situations and you don't do it, or you don't do it often, it's mm. never going to get any better. And you're all, So you're just going to continue suffering and continuing being nervous and anxious every time you're put in that situation. Uh, So it's only by doing it and doing it regularly and forcing yourself to do it, as I said before, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, not avoiding, not taking the easy option when you have an option. Mm. Uh, And finally, it's a process. And gradually, by doing it, by repetition, repetition, you will get better. Believe me, everyone will get better. And it will become easier little by little, yes. and finally you will get to a point um, where you can do it, or at least you feel a lot more confident, you stop feeling so anxious and nervous because you know you can do it. Yeah. But the only way you're going to get there is doing it. So you've got to go right. through that suffering process to get to that level. Yeah. So it's like um, it's trying to offer people hope to say, believe me, I've been there. It will get better. And in the yes. future, I mean, it's going yeah. to get easier. But, you know, yeah. it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> The other, the other thing that's very interesting about this process is that sometimes you're not very aware of that particular improvement. No. That's, that's no. what I think what, what we've both noticed, and I think that's universal as well, is that we ourselves as, as you know, obviously we are trying, we're trying to focus on this skill of learning English, right, as, as our mm. listeners are, but we're not very good judges of our progress through no, that process. Our level or our competence. Yeah, in fact, it kind of seems as if in many cases we, we feel as if we're not progressing at all. Yet, and, and that makes us feel that we should sort of give up. But the, the actual key is just the not giving up, yeah, really. Yeah. Um, no, people and, are and very think, bad judges, you say so. I have so many clients say, oh, my English is terrible. And I, can't, and I go, no, it's not. It's good. We're, we're, what are we doing now in this class or this session? We're speaking, aren't we? We just spent the last 20 minutes having a two-way conversation on a topic so you can do yeah. it but often people are very we say down on yourself meaning very negative mm. and people yeah. are, you know they sort of say oh i can't do it and it's too difficult and oh my english is so bad and if you always think your english is bad you're always going to be nervous about speaking it because you're always assuming That's- that everyone else is also thinking your english is bad 
and therefore you feel embarrassed. You don't want to do it. But mm. very often people, your English is, your, when I say your, our listeners, our clients, English is much better than they think and they're yes. more able to communicate than they think they are. And yet they go, oh, yeah. but I make mistakes. Yeah, but okay, you make some mistakes, but I understand what you're saying to me. We just had a conversation yeah. for 20 minutes talking about yeah. whatever it is. You you can do it, no? I understand yeah. you, yeah. you understand me. This is what it's for. Language, finally, is a, it's a means of communication, obviously. If you can communicate with someone, have an exchange of ideas, that is by far the most important thing. And yes, of course, the more correctly you can speak, the better pronunciation, all of these things are fantastic to, you know, impress people or, well, just have a very good level of English or language, you know, but it's not the most important thing. Um, yeah, I, I find that, yeah, very, very interesting. And I think that sort of mental sort of messaging to yourself, so it's kind of like your kind of internal language, let's say, uh, where where I've, I've noticed that many clients have sort of very, what I would say probably is like, uh, is those sentences that you mentioned before, like of quite negative internal language. To- yes, um, is really, really counterproductive to to the whole idea of you know progressing and getting towards those objectives that they are they are achieving. So rather than you know the whole idea of telling yourself a thousand times that your English is bad, it's kind of like becomes a sort of yeah. uh, a prophecy. Is you know you great expression self fulfilling prophecy. Yes, that's what I wanted to say. Yeah. So by <laughs> saying it's bad, prophecy. it will be bad. Exactly. <laughs> you're, exactly. You're making right. it happen. exactly right. Yeah, you're making it happen because the more you tell yourself that your English is bad, the more you will believe it. Yeah. The more you will believe it. I mean, this is this is absolutely just, uh, you know, uh, you know, it's in terms of research, you know, absolutely, absolutely. Mm. You tell somebody, I mean, you can see this in bad relationships between couples, mm. for example. Yeah. You tell somebody that they are awful, terrible. Yeah. You know, in the or, you know over years, believe, in the end, they will believe. They will believe you. They yeah. will believe you. And they start I acting mean, it, in that way. They yeah yeah they make yeah, something come true, which is fulfilling the self fulfilling prophecy. Only it becomes true right. because you make it become true. That's right. You don't need That's to right. do that. So, what is the lesson here? The lesson is. Be careful with your internal language and be careful with the messages that you are sending to yourself. Because at least, at the very least, what you should be doing is giving yourself the opportunity to improve and giving yourself at least the, the, a sort of, at least some sort of positive message to yourself that you can improve and that you will improve. Okay, you might say, okay, my English is not where I want it to be, but I'm going to I'm going to improve and I will improve. Okay, that is much much better than saying to yourself, my English is terrible, you know, so, um, yeah, 50, so 50 times 50 yeah. times a day. So I'm not going to use it and I'm going to avoid using it in all situations because I'm so worried. That's right. The, another yeah. thing that's just occurred to me that happened this happens a lot. People they always assume that Everyone else's English is better than theirs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they're not always, uh, again, people are bad judges, actually, not of their own English, but in comparing themselves to other people. So I've had so many times my clients saying, you know, they're in a meeting and there's a, usually with groups of not other non-native speakers, this tends to be, not with mm. native speakers, obviously. Mm. So, you know, they're in an international meeting and there's a guy from Italy and France and a German and a whatever, Russian and they're always like, oh, because their English is so good and oh, mine's so bad and I'm embarrassed to speak. 
and they're making assumptions about this now sometimes i've had an opportunity because maybe i can't remember maybe they've recorded uh, the meeting or something Actually, this yeah. happened recently with me. Somebody, these meetings are online and they're recorded. He said, I want to yeah. play the meeting back and we listen to it together because, uh, you know, there's things I didn't understand in the meeting. I want to analyze it. And and it was interesting because, you know, this person's saying, oh, this guy's English really good, no? Mm. I'm going, yeah. no, not really. He's making loads of mistakes. Uh, <laughs> it's no better than yeah. yours. In fact, maybe your better's go, really? And what's the yeah. reason? The reason is... The people who are extremely self-confident who don't worry about making mistakes. Yeah. And those people who don't worry about mistakes are not self-conscious about making mistakes. They don't worry what other people think about them. Mm. Um, they just talk and talk very fluently or quite fluently. Um, and they sound great and they really impress. So my, my client who's listening to them, hearing this person speaking, like, oh, blah, 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 they're like, oh, their English is so good. Oh, mm. and mine's yeah. so bad. And then I say, no, 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 I'm listening to this person. They're making loads of mistakes. They've got a sure. terrible accent. Uh, the English is not that great, eh? What they're good at is they don't care. They just speak <laughs> yeah, and speak. That's the so they sound fantastic right. because what makes them sound impressive that they ha- they seemingly have a good level to you and maybe even to native speakers as well, eh? That's also yeah. possible. Because sure. they talk and they speak and they're fluent. Yeah. And maybe they have, you know, quite a lot of vocabulary. That could be another thing that impresses, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But the rings is not that great. They've got a terrible accent. They're making loads of mistakes. I can hear a mistake every sentence. But you sure. are not conscious of their mistakes. You're not an English yeah. teacher. So you're not yeah. aware. You think they sound great, but they don't. Well, they sound great because they're fluent and they speak. That's why they sound great, but the actual English in terms of grammar is not is not that good. But they don't care; they're not worried yeah. about it. Now you need to get the same mindset as them. Yeah, there's no reason you're just as good as they are. Why do you think yeah. you're worse? But people always tend to think that oh, everyone speaks English better than me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's so that is mm. such a powerful point. I really mm. love that, Alistair. Like the whole idea of not caring so much and that's why perfectionist profiles for example have a very very difficult time they you know i i have some people who come to to me who have like a c1 level then Mm. like even higher like closer to a c2 level and yet they still say that they have problems in terms of like communicating at work and like uh, it's it's kind of fascinating in that process of Mm. understanding exactly what's going wrong but in the end it's partly because they care too much they care too much and they and they don't and they're not they're not happy with with um yeah, you know too. letting go and making a few mm. mistakes maybe and so that's then when it really becomes a very much more more about psychology rather than really about a, a language yeah. and your ability to speak it right exactly so, uh, yeah they're too analytic yeah, yeah. and too perfectionist yeah so yeah there's people yeah, yeah, who yeah, can pass exams because they're very very academically inclined in and they le- so they can get a yeah a c2 you know the highest level uh, because they can do an exam and their grammar is fantastic and they can write a composition wonderfully. Uh, but then they can't speak or they speak not yeah. that well because they haven't got that confidence because they're so worried about, you know, oh, I'm, you know, I want to be perfect and therefore yeah. they don't do it. And there's other people with far lower levels in terms if they did an exam, a test of level test, they'd come out yeah. at, a, I don't know, a B1 or a B2 or maybe less. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, in a meeting, absolutely. they can sit there and just talk and talk, and everyone's like, wow, their English is great. Mm-hmm. And the C2 yeah. person is sitting there nervous, like not saying a word because they're terrified of 
Oh, yeah. what if I make a, I use the wrong preposition. Everyone's going to laugh at me and think I'm an idiot. You say, no, most people are never going to notice that mistake. <laughs> number one. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, even yeah. if they do, they're not going to have, a, you know, they're not going to think bad of you as long as they understand what you're saying. That's all they're interested yeah, yeah. in. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. they're not teachers. They're not judging you. Yeah. Yeah. But I think in a work context, people do think more like that, don't they? They, they, do, they do think that they're being judged. They do feel as if yeah. they want everything to be perfect. And that is, of course, understandable. And, uh, but in the end, I think there, more work literally has to go into the whole idea of the mindset. Um, and, and that's what a lot of coaching uh, can, can help with that type of mm-hmm. thing. Um, because in the end, it's not the English there that we need to focus on. We need to uh, think, kind of reorientate it, your, sort of your mindset and the way you're thinking um, to for you to be actually to, to communicate yeah. better because it's it's, you've got block. all the tools. Mm. You've literally got all the tools that you perfectly could use sitting there next to you in the box below you, right? Mm. But you're literally just not going down there and picking them up. And you're kind of like, it's, you know, they're all there for you. You can do the job, but in the end... You're, you're not you're not using them you're not using yeah. them because you're kind of mentally blocked and kind of feel that people will sort of overanalyze you or or somehow sort of judge yeah. you which of course everybody judges everybody else but in the that's why i like the sentence that you that you said before which is kind of literally that you don't you shouldn't care so much you shouldn't you shouldn't care so much because otherwise it's just holding you back you yeah yeah because I mean? the more relaxed you it's to get in a relaxed state where you feel comfortable relaxed speaking english yeah. Or the, the language you're learning, no? And uh, if you can get yourself into that state or mindset, then you're going to... It's what we were saying before we started recording that... Uh, so I, I was saying to you, I actually learned a lot of my... Sp- or improved my Spanish speaking or, and listening. Well, communication. Literally, I just sat in pubs and bars watching football and just talking to the guy next to me, complete strangers. Because mm. we, we had this connection that we had a topic we could talk about yeah. so oh you know how's the yeah. game going oh yeah uh, who's winning so oh, what's your team and just end up spending two hours having a conversation about the football and then about other things like oh where are you from and what are you doing here and so that's a very comfortable situation there's no well i understand that it's not work so you haven't got yeah. that pressure of work so it's much exactly. easier yeah but it will help you to feel so first of all you're in a comfortable situation talking about something you like in this case, in my case, football. So you feel comfortable with the topic. Uh, so it's a conversation you would want to have in your own language anyway, in the same situation. Yes. You're just doing it in another language. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, yeah. it certainly helps having a bit, a few beers, as we said. <laughs> I mean, jokingly, yeah. but not jokingly, because yes. having those beers, in, in not in everyone's case, not everybody drinks, of course, but having a few beers, it relaxes you. Yes. And then suddenly, yes. once you've had a few beers, you stop caring about making mistakes. <laughs> you're just enjoying. That's the right. Con- you're enjoying that's the right. conversation. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah, yeah. You're communicating with point. this person. That's you're not worried about oh, am I using the right preposition or? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. now so, I appreciate so a work. Lot- that's wow. not always possible because yeah. of no. course it's different. There's more. It's yeah. more of a formal There's more pressure. There's more pressure. Yeah. There's more pressure. But still, it's the yeah. same idea, really. It's, it's the same idea. It's absolutely the same idea. Completely true. Completely, completely true. So, yeah, I think it's a very powerful idea. And certainly, what some, you know, people should keep that in their, in their minds in terms of like the ability to not really care as much if you possibly can, because it just improves everything if you can achieve that, right? Your anxiety goes down. You feel more relaxed. Your performance go, it gets better. Mm 
better, you can suddenly access a whole load of words that you wouldn't be able to do if you were feeling anxious. So um, it's like, it's just absolutely like the, the, the perfect scenario, right? If you can achieve that, but it, but it does require, it does require that practice, you know, and if you can, like you did when you're speaking to somebody in a pub, you know, you're, you are practicing, you are gaining that confidence, at least in terms of like speaking in a less, say less formal situation, but then you'll be ready to make that jump to a more formal situation. Yeah. Right? I mean, so, one thing helps the other because yeah, finally you're, absolutely. you're speaking, no, and you're communicating yeah. and then you can use that in, you can apply it to different situations that become more formal yeah. with okay there's more pressure then but but then that pressure is good in the sense we've already said that you all so there's two there's two situations slightly contradictory on the one hand you can improve in a relaxed environment the one i was just explaining with a few yeah. beers talking to some friend or a guy in a bar um that's a relaxed environment but that helps you then to to communicate to speak and you're improving by doing that and then, okay, then the, the sort of opposite of that, if you like, is what we said about then in certain situations, you've got to push yourself out of your comfort zone where it's it's not a relaxing, informal situation. But you've yeah. got to do it and you've got to force yourself to do it. And there, there's yeah. where the suffering. So the sitting in the bar chatting with a beer, you're not suffering. You're just enjoying yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and then other situations, yes, it's it's suffering and it's difficult and it's stressful, but you've got to do it. What you can't do is take the easy route out and avoid it. Because if yeah, you keep yeah. avoiding it, it's you're just never going to get better. And therefore, you're always, every time you have to do that thing, uh, you're going to suffer. It's it, yeah. it's a strange situation. Though. It's sort of forced, forcing yourself to suffer. But the <laughs> end right. result, but you've got that light at the end of the tunnel that we can tell everyone because we've been there, we've done it, we've suffered, that you will get to a point where you, you're not suffering or at least less yes. because you get better you feel more confident you get more yeah. relaxed yeah you uh, just won't be a very good judge of how far you are along the process though no that's no. the only thing you will like you'll be a terrible terrible judge you'll kind of say to yourself well i'm still not improving i'm still until one day you suddenly realize wow wow so, like, i can i, I can I just, suddenly do this you yeah know? i've just you know? given i've just taught for 10 minutes a meeting on something without thinking about yeah. it or I've just yeah. given a presentation or I've just maintained yeah. a conversation on the phone for 10 minutes. Yeah. And then you suddenly, yeah. yeah, sometimes it sort of hits you in, in a it moment. It hits you. It does. Yeah, absolutely. It's, not, it's not something you're aware of yet, as you said, consciously, but that you arrive yeah. to a point where you do something or something happens and you go, oh, wow, I, I did that. I can do it. And you suddenly yeah. realize that I am a lot better than I was six months ago or a year before. And yeah. it's a very nice feeling. It's very satisfying. That is massively satisfying. Massive, 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 massive. They're two kind of like the way we were actually talking about something before we started recording about the difference when we kind of spoke to our wives in Spanish and then when we suddenly mm. had to speak to um, the wider family. Um, and I think that was also very interesting sort of uh, anecdote in a way because we both noticed that um, when we, you know, when you were speaking to our wives, we always had the option of maybe speaking in Spanish yeah, and English. Yeah, because they speak whereas, English very well. Yes, yes. So it was always yes. easy. If you don't know a That's word right. or you can't do something, just say it in English. That's right. So you, you could right. avoid the problem. No, you could take the the easy way out. 
that's right that's right mm. exactly whereas when we are when you're with somebody in the case of our listeners who can only speak english can't speak any spanish whatsoever then you really are forced to 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 speak in english you've got no options you you and you have and this is something else that we we're talking about before we were recording the whole idea of maybe you can't find a word and you have to improvise and i think the whole idea of you know not finding a word and finding another way to express a similar idea is another skill that you have mm. to develop when you're when yeah. you're kind of uh, you know learning how to speak and learning how to communicate you will not be able to get all the words that you want to get immediately that doesn't happen okay so in terms of there is a very power i mean all, all the whole idea of speaking is interlinked with lots of other different elements of latin language learning speci- specifically uh, listening and so listening to this podcast for example is is hopefully really helping our listeners you know because because it really does help there's a lot of listening before you do actually yeah, speak you this know is true. there's a load of listening absolutely i used to go to family events in spanish and i used to listen for four hours yeah, without literally, saying anything. without saying anything yeah. without saying anything yeah um, so the bored. whole listening process is mm. vital 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 but then bit by bit you're going to kind of progress and yeah. and uh, but again it's good where you don't literally don't have any other choice everything it was in our case in spanish so that when you're suffering more like we were in the context of our spanish families you're actually progressing more yeah well. unfortunately those two are connected yeah more suffering what's the expression uh, when you go to the gym and you do exercise there's a famous uh, no uh, pain no gain. oh no pain no gain yeah no pain no gain yeah, so when you're talking about you know bodybuilding or whatever getting fit in the gym you have to suffer a lot you know pain you suffer lifting weights yeah. and whatever you do but finally you gain you'll get the muscles that you're trying to get or whatever it may be the yeah. improvement you know like running a marathon i mean people suffer a lot running to get to that point where you can run a marathon is a lot of suffering yeah. and maybe even when you're good at it you still suffer quite a lot running a marathon um yeah. so you know no pain no gain actually sort of is relevant here with language learning <laughs> yes that's um, true. definitely in the, in speaking <laughs> language learning so yeah. yeah it's good what you said about the family so people often say to me oh your spanish is good you learned spanish because your wife is spanish so you know she taught you learned from her yeah i say yeah. well actually no not really a certain yeah. extent yes but my wife speaks very good English and much better English than me when we first met. Sorry, much sure. no, not better English than me. Her English was better <laughs> than my Spanish. Sorry. Sure. So sure. therefore, what you just said, I always had this, what you call the get out clause. It's yeah. like a contract. You can get out of the contract because of a clause, clausula. So obviously, yeah. if I couldn't communicate my ideas or it got difficult, I could just speak English and she understood me so gradually our, I think we've spoken about this before in the podcast we started as intercambios so it was you know mm-hmm. Spanish and English but very quickly you know it became more and more English till finally mm. we basically speak you know our, in our relationship we speak in English so right. at home yeah. we speak in English most of 90% of the time because sure. it's easier for me I'm lazy if I can avoid you know if I don't have to think <laughs> <laughs> I prefer it but obviously yeah. Where I improved my Spanish, well, apart from the sitting, talking to strangers in bars, which was quite important, I have to say, was yeah. with her family. So her family don't speak English. Her mother doesn't speak a word of English. Sure. Uh, so, you know, when I went to family events and that, I had to speak Spanish. I had no yeah. choice. So I was forced to do it. Uh, yeah. And you couldn't avoid it. There was no easy option. And that yeah. is where you suffer. Yes, it's difficult, but you just have to do it. And by doing it and repeating it, 
you get better till finally you get to yeah. a point where, you know, I can communicate with a family with no problem and don't even think about it anymore. That's but fine. it took, you know, it takes time. And it takes, it takes time. This word we keep yep. using again and again. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sort of, it's kind of like counterintuitive, isn't it? It's very yeah. much sort of like you know you have to move towards a suffering position, you know. But yeah. uh, um, and so kind of like you know who who wants to do that, right? But but it is it is where the fast learning happens. Let's say um, and it is the fast lane of the motorway towards you know fluent mm. English. Um, that that suffering process, but um, but yeah. Uh, well, you have to have uh, a big motivation because why would you put yourself yes, through that? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Nobody's going to put themselves through yeah. deliberately through suffering yeah. unless yeah. they need to because they're motivated. So you're motivated right. for different reasons. Uh, obviously, yeah. at work and you need English in your job, that's your motivation. Right? That's your yeah. motivation, absolutely. It's a big motivation, absolutely. maybe the biggest. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or in our case, yeah. or in my case, well, both our cases, it was survival. I mean, you know. To survive mm. in Madrid, in Spain, you have to speak Spanish. Sure, um, sure, sure. For many things, not everything. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, So yeah. that was a big, you know, maybe there's no bigger motivation than survival. Well, survival or, <laughs> That's true. or surviving in a work situation in another <laughs> yeah, sense absolutely. of survival, no? Absolutely, so you want absolutely. to be good at your job, you want to progress in your job, um, you know, and if that yeah. job needs English, which many, most jobs these days do, um, or high-level jobs at least, or working in a multinational there's your motivation. So Absolutely. you've got to have that motivation to push yourself out of your comfort zone and suffer because you need it. You've got to do it. You've got no choice. That's right. Well, Good. Alistair, that was amazing. Um, we're at 37 minutes, so oh, I think that's probably... We we're supposed to be a short one <laughs> we today. Got, we, we, yeah, I know, but we got... We, it was so exciting, so interesting. <laughs> so I, I think I think we did cover most of the things there, which is kind of very, mm. very interesting in terms of just uh, a whole range of different strategies, feelings, emotions, mindset, um, all those types of things that I'm sure lots and lots of people are feeling, our listeners are feeling when they, when they you know, want to improve their speaking, want to improve their communication skills at work um and just so that you know so that all of you know who are your listen when you're if you're listening to us now um that these emotions these feelings and what you're what you're experiencing is completely normal um mm. and you kind of just to make you feel that you're on the right track and you just need to keep going and uh and hopefully there are a few strategies there will kind of identify that the the path you're on is the right path mm-hmm. um and uh, and that you kind of you're not alone and lots of people have gone through this path before and you just need to keep on going and if anything just don't sort of also don't be worried when you feel as if you're suffering because if you are suffering then probably you are moving faster towards your goal so you know yeah um, and don't is, give um, up yeah yeah don't and, give up yeah and don't be absolutely. too self-critical yeah, yeah. Lots of different sort of interconnecting issues there. Thank you very much, Alistair. Really amazing. Love that one. Very, very powerful, I think. And uh, as usual, I will see you again next week. Yeah, thanks. A pleasure. All right. Speak soon. See you then. Bye-bye.